Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good, good. Okay, ready? <gasps> hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teddy Huggle Podcast. I am joined by El Chapo Negro. How's it going, brother? I'm doing well. I forgot I picked that name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was asking everybody before, do you want to use your government name or do you want to use your, your tags? Because I know most people are, are known by their um their their tags on like their PSN. Yeah. So I just thought, hey, I put I'd ask, but then I, I saw El Chapo Negro in it and I thought, oh let me just call you by that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how are we doing? How are you, brother? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm maintaining. I'm here. Maintaining? Yeah. We we are good. That's good. That's good. So first of all, I'd like to say to everyone a little disclaimer. Um, these are the opinions and and basically the opinions of himself, El Chapanegra, and myself. And we don't we don't know it. We didn't. We do not intend to hurt anybody's feelings. So what we say, you need to understand that the questions I am pointing towards him will be difficult for him to answer. And sometimes he might say something, or I might say something that may come across wrong. But we do not mean to hurt anybody. Okay. Because you know how people are, people are sensitive nowadays and I don't want to come across to them as they think that we are belittling them or anything. But I would like to say thank you for joining me and I'm going to give you a couple of icebreaker questions. I'm ready. Hello? What's happened? You can hear me. I can't hear you. I'm going to rejoin. I can hear you. Okay. Icebreaker yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. Icebreaker questions. Yeah? yeah. Okay. So the first one is the first one is if you get out of the shower, why does your towel still get dirty? Um, I think that being um, in the shower or bath, it, it, well, you, you probably don't scrub all the dead skin off. So you've now loosened it and your skin's absorbed some of the water and the rubbing or the friction from the towel probably takes a little bit more off of it too. That's true. That's true. That's a good answer. Yeah. I love the way, I love the way everybody's asking that question different. <laughs> I love it. Some people like, you know, the moisture of the towel when you leave the moisture of the towel in the bathroom it gets dirty and that's why it stinks and I was like well yeah people know more about this towel situation than I never knew um, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm done with my towel uh, <laughs> if it's a fresh one it goes straight on the radiator after yeah 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 so. understandable understandable okay second question is if Apple made a car would it still have windows that's just a good pun isn't it I'm just asking a question. <laughs> I would not get into a windowless car. That sounds like a coffin. Can you imagine someone said to me, so, someone said, um, someone said it probably wouldn't even have a USB port. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, knowing Apple, they would put some type of proprietary yeah. device or, or input that you'd have to buy a special something to do this and that. So it's not entirely far-fetched that that could happen. It's possible. 
hearing big gaps in space and time here. Teddy? Hello? I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, sorry, you know what it is? I, I'm looking at the questions and looking at my phone at the same time. So I think when I, gotcha. once I leave the phone for, for for too long, it comes back. Yeah, um, what came first, the colour orange or the fruit? Hello? What came first, the colour orange or the fruit? Yes. I think knowing how human beings associate language, I would say it was the fruit first. You would say this, it, it would be the fruit first, yeah? Yes. Of course, because we would have to learn, we have to grind down the peel of the orange fruit to Yeah, you'd get see the, the orange and you'd call it orange and then you'd see that colour again and then you'd associate it with the fruit. Orange, get me. You see? Now we're ready. Vocal cords are warmed up. Everyone's at peace and we can go into the first question. Okay, so the first question is, who should you be more loyal to? Your wife slash girlfriend, your family, or your best friend? I think that question requires more of a context because, um, like, has your has your girlfriend had an argument with your mother? Has your girlfriend? No, no, a... it's for you. It's for you. Who do you okay. who do you think you should be more loyal to? Your if, wife. If, if it's my wife and she's had, let's say, my wife's had an argument with my friend mm-hmm. and my mother. Yeah. Mm in front of them I would back her because she's my wife and we're the same person once we get married so even in error I won't make it worse but I would stand with her now privately I would say babe you're wrong for that and you need to sort it out and I would expect her to follow through because I say look I'm not going to shame you or mate up a little you or, or take a side against you because I wouldn't want you to do that to me but privately, if it, the tables were reversed, I would I would expect you to then say, you know what, honey, when you said such and such to such and such, you were out of line or you da 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 And my loyalties to you in that sense, but we need to keep peace. And if you're wrong, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. And I expect you to do the same for me. That's a good answer. No one's really put it like that yet. Everyone's, everybody's had different versions of, because I've had... Um, people that are divorced, people that are single mothers, people that are single fathers. And I think everybody's had different life experiences. So everyone has said what they believe, who they'll be loyal to like straight away. Yeah. Like they're taking a, they're taking the question literally and literally and not done what you've done and try to like smoothing it out. Just in like, you know what I mean? Like you've, you've given the right, you've given the right answer to that question, basically. Oh, thank you. I think your loyalty should be to the peace. To, to making the situation as calm as possible without making it worse or because obviously if you side with anyone else against your wife she's going to feel hard done by and then in a situation where you'd expect her loyalty she might be like well when I was going through such and such you didn't say anything da, da, da. so I would be like behind closed doors when we talk about it as a couple we're the same person we're the same flesh I'd be like babe you were, you were way out of line when you did that She's like, well, but you, but you backed me up. Of course, I backed you up. It's me and you against everybody else. However, if you're wrong, I'm going to tell you you're wrong, and you are wrong. And I'm, I know that you're big enough to sort this out and apologize if need be. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good question. So, my second question to you is: In 2022, 
because well, so I'll say twenty from from two thousands, basically to um twenty twenty, because we can't go back too far because we don't know how our our mother and fathers were in their relationships, how it was like traditionally. But does relationships status still matter in twenty twenty two? What do you think your beliefs are now in relationship status twenty twenty two? You as a person, as a person, I'm very traditional in my beliefs. Yeah, um, I think that. I feel like when people get together and they they go they, they're very extra about oh this is my babe I love this person and they, they're posting it everywhere and I think that's not that's not love love is like love is work um, and uh, it requires it's like a garden you got to maintain it constantly because it can wane it goes up it goes down and love I think is also understanding a person and finding new ways to love them and to forgive them because you're two imperfect people and you're trying to make your situation together work and that's going to be full of conflict all the time mm. so it's going to be a lot of compromise but um, relationships nowadays the first sign of trouble or shakiness people are looking for the exit because they don't respect um, they don't respect relationships anymore it's not. Why do you think that is? I think yeah, um, I'm not sure why it is. I, it could be that there's been a breakdown in the family. Um, a lot of us come from broken homes, so mm-hmm. we're, we're people have a bad habit of gravitating towards familiar as opposed to what is good. So if someone grew up in a broken home, they would be comfortable breaking their home because they'll say, "Well, I'm fine." And they won't necessarily think forward and say, this needs to stop with me. This situation, the, these broken situations need to stop with me. I need to choose better so that my offspring uh, or my, my my situation as an individual is better. Mm. Mm. No, that's good. Yeah, I was watching I was watching them, not to go off, off subject. Oh, I love that show. I do too. And um, I noticed that even though things are crazy, that, that, that black man and his wife they're each other's strength even yeah. when he's not sure about what's going on with her that's his strength and I think that in the yeah. black family that's that's disappeared um, should I tell you what though you know that that um, that part uh, I, okay, I watched I watched that and I saw that part as well what you're talking about and I, I smiled and I laughed and then I watched I watched Blackish as well. I yeah. I don't know if you watch Blackish. I love and that. I love I love the way Dre and Rainbow are. Yeah. And yeah. I I wish that I don't I know my wife will probably say, Oh no, we won't be like that. But I love it's something the to aspire fact to. That they are, yeah. And it's I like, like the I, fact yeah. that they can I love the fact that you know the one thing I love? I love the fact that they can argue and it does not mean anything it's the argument is the argument and then what they both do they both find the fault and both come back to what made the two of them one do you know what i mean they don't just argue about oh because i just watched the episode recently where she doesn't like valentine's day and he tries to make up to her on valentine's day and she tells him i don't like valentine's day and he's like yeah but i know but we need to do it and he's like but he doesn't listen to what she says and then eventually when he realizes that valentine's day for her is every day and i was like oh 
I wish that was don't know it's a TV show but I wish that was real do you know what I mean like I wish I had that as well but it, it, it's different people have different um, ways of um, ways of expressing so it was just yeah. nice to see it in a TV that's, show that's, you've got you hit the nail on the head mm. two people two individuals trying to work as a unit that are going to have differing perspectives on the way that your situation should work so it, a lot of it again is just it boils down to compromise it's just compromise yeah and I like the way every every episode they have a problem and they always resolve it. it's always a twist yeah. it's always a twist in what they do so it's always because I understand why they call it blackish I saw it and I thought yeah I can I can fully understand why they call it blackish but it's I always recommend people to go see it if you do want to want to go see a show that's light-hearted and go and see a positive black it, family then black this is generation's Cosby show uh, yes with Cosby show yeah, yeah and definitely I, the, I feel like the, the backbone of the family was Mrs. Cosby Felicia yeah. Rashad's an amazing actress and um, it was very honest in the way she dealt with the children and like she didn't let her husband off the hook but at the same time she was fiercely uh, protective of him and um, like she pulled him up but it was always a conversation they had between themselves it wasn't done in front of the kids um, he knew when he'd messed up like she would just give him a look but it wasn't like like I've, I've seen couples out and the the, the, the guy and it's usually the guy because we do stupid stuff like men don't necessarily grow up fully as for, in terms of maturity and that's part of our charm I think and uh, their girl will cuss them out or walk out or walk away from them or leave them uh, where it's you know be mature these conversations you have behind closed doors both of you need to be mature you have to be mature enough to be told when you're wrong you have to be mature enough to listen uh, you have to be mature enough to say the things that need to be said to keep things going mm. forward and certain conversations should never be heard by the children um, you can create instability in the child if they always see you constantly arguing with your partner in front of them that's yeah. worrying for a child they need to see you hugging talking saying I'm sorry you know because they're learning that like your kids um, you're the ones that learn how you like they learn how to love people from you yeah it's true you're a product of your own environment you're a product of your own environment yeah basically and children accept the realities they're given so if you give them a bad reality they'll accept that too and think that that's the way it's supposed to be and then they'll have horrible relationships as they grow up that's true that's good so within that I like the way we, I like the way we brought up um, Cosby Show and Blackish so that can lead me to my next question within now like I said before because we can't really mention the olden days we have TV shows to reference it and mum and dad that, we, that we've been with but relationship status then do you think that still matters now in 2022 yeah I think it does I, I think people relegate it I think I'm like I'm really proud of you for for marrying your partner. I yeah. think that um, people always say, and I, you know, people have a right to live the way they want to. I'm not saying anything against that, but uh, there are so many things in our life that we have or that we that we um, take pride in that we care for that we would be uh, that are that that are just inanimate that we make sure that we have the deeds for like our house, our rent, our cars um, why wouldn't you want the deed for your relationship why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want that 
you know. Sure, that is very true. That is true. So it's so much deeper than that. It legitimizes everything. I think if you're if you do something stupid and you think, oh well, it's just my girlfriend, I can get another one. Yeah, you might be a little bit more casual. I can say this from a male perspective. Um, uh, You'll think twice if that's your wife. You'll think, wow, I'm gonna ruin the family. They'll be divorced. They'll be this. And it, it, it really it really holds your foot to the fire in the sense that you swore before this woman's family and God that you were going to be here and you were going to do this situation to the best of your ability. Now, true, you're only one half of it, but you you didn't have to go through that extra step in our in today's society. So the fact that you have the, the courage to go there might make you think twice about doing something silly. You will be... Um, less reckless in your behavior you'll show a little bit more self-control and I think there's only positives that can come from it no it, it, it does um, it's weird sometimes not even weird actually but it is weird when I have to say to someone like I hear like single people talking sometimes yeah. and I can't relate or I can't give them advice without saying well I'm married and what I do is I do this and they're like yeah, but you're married. That's why you do that. And I'm like, no, not really, because yeah. it's it's the same way you can practice doing it now, and then your your girlfriend that you're with now can actually see that you two can get married because you can you yeah. understand you what she's going through. Yeah, you you are so. a husband or a wife long before you get married. You don't become like you don't get a magical upgrade because you put a ring on somebody. You have to be marriage minded. You have to have a marriage mindset going into it. Because it's not something you, you learn straight away. It's just like, even if you have a child, you read all the books, you prepare for the child's arrival. And even mm. with all your preparation, you're still not completely ready because child children throw up variables left and right. I've watched my sister with her daughter and it's just like, you can not you can never be ready enough. You can only prepare well. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's this. I, I said to my friend, um, I said to my friend, he's the luckiest man alive when he had his kid. And I said, why? He said to me, why? I said, because you no longer have to boil water and to clean your baby's bum. And he's like, what do you mean I don't have to boil water anymore? So I said to him, oh, I had to boil water when I when I had to clean my baby's bum and make sure like that um, I had to cool it down and use the cotton wipes. And I said, you have water wipes now. Like, these water wipes are 100% water. So I said, now you can just buy water wipes, wipe your child's bum and just be done with it. Well, I said, with me, I had to boil water, do this, do that, then, you know what I mean? And he's just like, yeah, I've never had to do that. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, there's so many differences of, like, when you tell people certain things, they're just, just like, oh, like, some people are lucky, some people are not, you know? Yeah. Some people are not. Um, Hang on a sec. There was one question I wanted to ask you, and this is the, probably the last one we're going to talk about for relationships, but... um. I can say what is what is now the role of a man and a woman in a relationship? Do you think it's has stayed the same or do you think it's what your core beliefs is that's when a man of a, a role of a man and a woman can be like, implemented? Um I think that um how do I put this? Society changes, but human nature doesn't. So mm. The masculine traits of a husband and a father don't change because, you know, people are people are people. You go back as far as you want to in history and a 
husband and father wants his children to be healthy, to thrive, to be educated, and to be better off than he himself and his wife were. And that's always been the case, and it will always be the case. The things that have changed in today's society are um, a lot more ladies work outside the home uh, because two incomes are necessary um, to to sustain a family nowadays. Mm-hmm. So again, it becomes more of a compromise. Uh, the father isn't necessarily, although he may be the patriarch, he isn't the be all and end all decisions. Like it was kind of the way in my house. My, whatever dad said went. Um, mm. Whereas nowadays it has to be more compromised. Like like you see in Blackish and things like that. The the roles are they can be traditional so long as both people have the same core beliefs and the same values. Or you can you can be together and just have friction all the time. And some what I've found in the, in some of my my dating experiences, it's like sometimes the lady wants to take on the the role of the man. And again, I'm glad you put a disclaimer because some of the things I say will probably be unpopular. But no, trust me, I, I've done this podcast seven times now, and there has been a lot of people that I had to say they feel they 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 like the questions I've asked because. And the disclaimer does work because they have to say their truth, and if they yeah. don't, because it will just sound weird if everyone was like, like, uh, like their PC like, trying yes. to say, it. oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I personally don't believe men and women are are the same, and mm-hmm. because they are not the same, I don't think they should be treated the same. And unfortunately, I think in today's society, um, a lot of women are not. They want they want male treatment. But they don't want accountability. And they want the pros and not the cons. Well, this is it, and that's and that's not the thing. And I, I I've explained this to my sister. I said like, um, like she, we. This is a nuanced point, by the way. I said yep. to her, she's like, there's no situation where a man should ever hit a woman. I said, what if the woman's trying to kill him? She said, okay, well, there's that. And then she's like, but like if they're yelling, and the woman's like yelling in his face or. His, or even spitting on him. And I said to her, look, I agree that a man shouldn't hit a woman, but there are men that hit women. So there should be women that know that and act accordingly because not everybody's going to share what the opinion should be overall. So maybe watch what you say because there are certain guys that will spark you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because by, by biology itself, men are generally physically stronger than women by and large you should be more like you know i'm not gonna run around in a field in the in the in the deepest darkest parts of africa and think because i'm a man a lion's not gonna do anything to me a lion's gonna do what a lion does and i know i'm, I'm simplifying it no but, i remember I, I i will say to you talk talk how you are because yeah, to me it's brilliant right now it's brilliant yeah I, I, I have to respect that this creature has the ability to kill me and that's it like I'm not going to do certain things that are going to put myself at risk and it, it's probably not right that a lion would just come out of nowhere and bite my face off but it could uh, and if I put myself in a dangerous situation then I can't really be shocked if something bad happens to me yeah now, yeah. the, the other argument is like, women say, oh, well, um, 
we need to stop warning girls to do X, Y, and Z. We should raise better men. Okay, that's fine. And a very unpopular, well, a very popular, unpopular social media personality, Kevin Samuels. Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say him. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> he, he brought up the point that a vast majority of families nowadays in the black community are single parent. So these women have been raising these men this entire time. So if there's a problem with the men, it doesn't necessarily come from the other men because the other men have been absent. I said, I see, I said the same thing the other day and I and I got my head beaten off it. And I was like, how can you blame? I said, I basically said, how can you blame a man for acting a certain way when a woman has been telling him treat a woman this way treat a woman that way blah, blah 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 you shouldn't do this and i said but then he's had no male guidance and oh, if he did the, the male guidance that he had is at the peer level so yeah. it's just his boys who have a, a little you know and they probably come to the same situations have mm. so they have the same limited amount of information and you'll get one or two things you'll either get a man raised by a woman you'll either get a super masculine or a hyper-masculine guy who thinks he has to dominate everybody, or a guy that may be very soft. Now, unless you're a very conscious man of your surroundings, you can find balance. Like, I respect you, you found balance. But the other extremes were more likely what could have happened to you. You either become too soft and you acquiesce to anything a woman wants, or you try and hyper-dominate every woman or every person around you because you think, I need to be a, an alpha male, I need to stick it to everybody. And neither of those so like no no extreme is ever a good thing yeah that balance is the key so again like i i look for the traditional role but i also have to try and be flexible because human nature stays the same but society changes and if society changes unless i want to suffer at the hands of society i have to be able to bend with it yeah i i i believe now i i believe very strongly that when you get in a relationship with someone, vet them out because they're vetting you. And if you can have a child with that person and stay in it without it being toxic or anything like that, and just have an understanding where you both know that you both have to look after that child, I'll just say, just do it. Because the, the kids nowadays, I'm seeing, I saw a little boy, I've said this three times now in the podcast now because I want to keep bringing this up. And a little boy was is on the show and he was saying how that, um, he he felt pressure because he was 15 and he had to take his girlfriend to the shard and the man went to what do you mean how old are you and he goes oh 15 he goes how old's the girl and he goes 15 he's like so why are you taking a 15 year old to the shard oh because that's what she wants and i was like the shard why is yeah. he under so much what, pressure what can they do in the shard they can't drink alcohol they yeah. can't afford that that that's expensive for me as an adult Exactly. So, what's a fifteen-year-old doing in the shot? So I thought because she's she someone's social media and her friends have gassed her up to where, and th- and this is a big problem with relationships. A lot of both men and women feel today that uh, the only expression of love that's acceptable is one that requires an excessive amount of spending. Yeah, you know. Love doesn't happen like that. Love can happen as, like, I would respect, like, when you're sick, does this person bring you food or check on you or or stay by your bedside? Do they come read to you? 
uh, when you're going through something difficult um, can you talk to them about it with them just listening when you have good news are they the first person you want to tell these things do not cost money and those are the real things because a relationship isn't made through how many fancy dinners you go to or how expensive your shoes or your bag are or where you went on vacation that's not where love happens love happens through shared experiences and and working towards a deeper connection with the individual that you want to be close to yep isn't that the truth and that's the thing I, I i feel no i feel i feel i you know what i'll be honest with you that that literally that conversation that we just had that literally that, those seconds there when i have conversations with people like that i i i shut up because i tend to go into things deeper than they should be like when i hear stuff like what you just said if i heard that from a person from a it's like someone like a female telling me oh what's the one what's the new one no what, what's the new one men ain't shit and then i go okay so the last boyfriend you had they're like oh he's gonna go into one i said no 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 i'm not gonna go into one and they're like yeah you are and i say to them um his mum and dad are they together no i said okay so who was he raised by oh he's such his mom and stuff i said okay so who showed him how to be a man then that's not, that's not the point when I'm people like when I'm men gonna start taking care of their own shit and I'm like okay I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that excuse and I'm not saying he's not to blame and everything he's doing is not to blame but I I always go to the source and I always say that, that she needs to be accountable too you chose him the, like the government yeah. didn't issue you a partner don't be upset about him question yeah. your ability to choose say I keep choosing bad partners own yeah. it own it he might yeah. be a bad person but talking trash about him or relegating all men to him doesn't help you any yeah because unless you decide you want to be a lesbian you're still picking from that that crop of shit basically yeah. I, I hate like let's go back to the kevin samuels thing um yeah kevin samuels don't get me wrong, he's a bit false sometimes and I don't agree with everything he said. He's very Oh confused. no, you can't. No, you can't because he's remember he's 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 a man telling people what he believes is the truth. So you everyone's gonna have their own different beliefs, but um sometimes he he will say, Oh, what's your weight? Okay, the other one he did the other day, he was like to the woman, Oh, how much money do you earn? And she goes, Oh, I earn six figures and he goes, How much money do you want your husband to earn? Or your partner, I wanted to earn six figures. She goes, he goes, give me a round number. She goes, six hundred thousand. So he goes, okay, how much do you earn? And she goes, oh, one hundred and sixty thousand. So he goes, okay. So he goes, you know this, you know the percentage of men in the, in America was three percent that earn the yeah. the three the, the three figures spirit. So, yeah. so he asks that question. So he goes, oh. So he goes, oh. Let me just backtrack a bit. And he goes, do you want kids? So she goes, yeah. And he goes, are you going to... Um, How much of the family's income do you want to yeah, be responsible yeah. for? And she said, none, because she wants to be at home. She wants to and be then he was like, well, what? He's like, one second, but why? Why Why do you now want to give up what you have so he can take care of you? But he's like, she's like to him, oh, 
because I am worth it. And he goes, but how does he know this? How does he know what you're worth? Once you get pregnant, you're just going to stay home. So he's out and she's like, so are you going to have a nanny? She said, yes. Are you going to have a cook? She said, no, she likes cooking. So he goes, okay, so what are you going to do then? He goes, she said, I can't remember what she said, but she said something weird. And he was like, but why are you stopping your career now to do that? When you can have everything that you want and build with that person, but you want to stop in your tracks to find a man that earns six fingers, six figures, and then you just do nothing then. And then she was like, he was like, check yourself. Listen to what you're saying. What man is going to want that? Yeah. I think it's social media. She's worked this hard so that she could be sustainable, self-sustained. She's making a good income. And then in one fell swoop, after they have the most expensive investment that any family can have, which is children, she wants to cut the family income in half and add to it with a nanny, because that's going to cost. <laughs> then, yeah, nannies are, yeah, nannies have to spend their wages. You have to pay their wages, literally. Well, this is it. And then their kids are going to need X, Y, and Z going forward. And then... I used to think it was a bit crass for him to ask about their weight thing, but he's putting the perspective like, if I'm a man in this percentage that you're saying you want, in terms of society, I can have everything I want. So if I'm going to go for this woman, she's going to be damn near perfect physically. Mm. And he's pointing out to them that you're, that's why he always says you're average at best. He's not saying that you're ugly. He's just saying you're, you're the basic model. You're acting like you're a Ferrari when really you're 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 just a Kia, you know. Yeah, it's or funny when he says. Like, it's funny when they said that they're tens. He goes, yeah. rate yourself out of ten, and, and he goes, and I'm he goes, for, I'm yeah. For he's like, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm a ten, I'm a ten, and he's like, so he goes, what? So you? He goes, what? So he goes, you Beyonce? He says, <laughs> yeah, Kelly Rowland. Yeah, and he and it's right. Those women are tens physically, and men and women choose each other differently. Um, it's changing a bit nowadays. When I was younger, I used to see a lot of let's say unattractive men with attractive women but now women are getting as superficial as we can be and um it's getting it's pretty sad um i would not want a partner who was less attractive than me if i'm honest i want my wife to be and i've dated women that were quote unquote as attractive and it just creates problems uh, <laughs> it does and i'm not I'm, i am not I think on a good day, when I'm all spruced up, I'm a seven. On a that's really it, good day, I'm a that's seven. Good. That's what I say. That, that's, what, that's what I call myself. So I say I'm a seven because seven is my favorite number. I say yeah. I don't want to go past a seven. Right. I don't want to go past it. I don't want to go past. My, you know, when I'm yeah. fed, my mental health's in a good place. I'm, you know, I'm not gassy or anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm a seven. I'm, I'm a seven. solid seven. Seven. That's a, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been a ten, even when I was working out. And, you know, mm. I think you know. I, I but every woman I know is a ten. I'm like, that's no okay. Every woman I know believes they're a ten, but mm. most of them are like fives and sixes <laughs> and a few fours and a lot of fours. Oh. A lot of fours. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Um. The next question will be there. This is this is probably the best podcast I've done so far now. Um, um, question: Do does men's feelings matter in Absolutely. all scenarios? Absolutely. Can, you, can, can you elaborate on that? Well, in my study of like 
um, philosophy and even um, biology, nothing is there that doesn't need to be there. If you believe in evolution or creation, nothing's there inside you that doesn't need to be there. So if men have feelings, they're a necessary part of who we are. Um, the difference being that men are not governed by their feelings or we don't put as much weight in them to make decisions. We can be pragmatic, like there's a saying that two men can hate each other and build a tower, whereas two women that hate each other can't really be in the same planet. Um, <laughs> and, that, and that's not a dig at women necessarily. It's just if your brain is emotionally focused or, or centered, you you look through your... you you. You see your decisions through the lens of your emotional state or how this other person is making you feel or how you feel about them. And that's going to alter how you see a situation. Now, the beautiful thing is when you get that logic and you get that emotion and you mix it together, you get perfect balance. So we're not better off because we're logical and they're not better off because they're emotional. When we mix it together and you have logical emotion and emotional logic, you make great decisions. So we complement each other. But a lot of men were taught to, ha- to to suppress their feelings, which is necessary in certain situations. We're the last to be rescued and the first to be sent off into war. We need to be stoic. We need to have the stomach for it. But then at the same time, the, a lot of these men would come back from war with PTSD, uh, drug habits, because emotionally, uh, and this is true of men, we lack the emotional power that women have i say that women are emotional jedi they can wield their emotions better than anybody else uh, but there'll be a lot of sif i'll tell you that now okay true but we're a lot we're lo- we're <laughs> a lot jedi a lot of but but at the same time if you have a good woman she can help you understand your emotions but she can only do that if she has control of hers and yes. sadly a lot of women nowadays don't have control of their emotions they grew up in the same environment that men did. They were they had absentee fathers, so they grew up in a in a in an abundance of um, seeing the world through just their emotional lens, without getting the logical side of it. So then they have the imbalance too. So everything can become they can become hypersensitive. Everything's in an emotional affront. Anything that you say to them can be misconstrued or taken as a personal attack when really if they grew up in a more and I find that and this has to be true because anytime I find a woman that grew up with predominantly brothers yeah they handle conversations that I, I've had with women that are a lot more emotional they go it goes completely differently they can take a little bit more um, harsh truth I'm not saying you should be brutal with a lady just because she can take it but Anytime I grew up, uh, I deal with women that that grew up without their fathers or have bad relationships with their fathers. The conversations and the relationship usually suffers. Anytime I, I I meet a woman who has a good relationship with her dad, and they still talk, and they're like the dad treated the mom the way she was she's supposed to be treated, they are the best people to talk to. They have just a balance about them that you can't find anywhere. It just it has to be created in the in the right environment. So that's my experience, at least. Brother, it's 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 good to hear another person's uh, like answer to that question because 
a lot of men, like you said, they are suffering. A lot of women that grow up with fathers. That's why I always say to myself, I would love to. I don't want to skip the future, but I will. I want to see how my daughter turns out with me being there and see who she brings home to me as a representation of herself. You know what I mean? I would. I want. I want to see it because that's a good. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good way to. It's like a metric or a thermometer. You'd know where her mind was at. But yeah. she has to see you treat your wife a certain way, and there has to be things that she would know. Like, if a woman grows up in an abusive household, she's likely to seek a partner that is abusive because we gravitate to what's familiar, not what's good for us. And because you're not like that, that's off the that's off the table. Because she knows that if she got into a relationship with a guy that was treating her like that, she's like, "Why dad never treated my mom like that? Why the hell does this guy think he can do it?" Mm-hmm. My dad never talked to my mom like that. Why does this guy think he could talk to me like that? I deserve at least what my mom had or better. And that's why we as men and fathers to be or whatever, we set the standard. So a lot of it's that. Um, we do. We do yeah, set the standard. Because she'll go to what's familiar. So it, but it's going to be hard work, though. With oh, absolutely. All... But it's going to be hard. With it. Take her on yeah. uh, daddy-daughter dates where you show her how... A man's supposed to take her out to. I already do. No, I already do I, I that. Know you, see, I know you. And then say, you know, go and pick something nice, and say, I really enjoyed the day with you. I enjoyed listening to everything you had to tell me. You have such interesting things to say, because a, a lot of times, even if the father's present, or sorry, not not present, even if the father's there, he's not present. So then, the, these girls will seek out bad boys or a guy that's a little bit sociopathic because he listens to her when your daughter knows that you listen to her and that you find the things that she has to tell you important she will only seek men that do the same for her and that's just psychology so you know that's good I wish my dad was more he was there but he wasn't he was more present with me than my sisters and it shows Mm -hmm. unfortunately uh, but I think that's because he was hoping I was a replica of him when really I, I, I wasn't very much. But he did make more of an effort to get to know me than he did my sisters. So, I wonder why that was, but you know what I mean? It's just this he, yeah. he grew up without a dad and he had this fantasy that he could fix things through me when he didn't realize that he and I were completely different people and his experience in a family was going to be completely different to mine because my circumstances were different than his and to his credit he made my circumstances better than his in many ways understandable understandable okay brother um what we're going to do is we're going to move away from the family side of things okay I'm going to get into the lighter side just a little bit of lighter side um what three things would you say to your younger self if you had the chance to? I would say I would I would tell myself to forgive myself mm-hmm. for mistakes. I would say take more risks. Mm. I was very much a rule, a rule follower. I still am. I like rules to make me feel secure. Um, and what else? 
yeah take 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 more take more risks be more forgiving of myself and the third one would be come on man do do more things that you love <laughs> do you know everyone do you know, do you know everyone that I've asked has said the same thing yeah everybody has said the same thing everybody wishes that they had told themselves to to do more everybody says it and i'm like wow and we're not even that old yet to say that to each other but we all have said it to each other we wish well, we could old. do more <laughs> no 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 i mean in a sense where like we're not our grandparents age because our grandparents always are just oh do do no you can do it you can do it but we don't we you know oh yeah but we're working and we don't realize it but then now as like if we, if we told them we didn't have enough time they'll be like no i don't have enough time you do have enough time do you know what i mean like they would tell you that okay um and what would you want to be remembered for brother um could be kindness. anything kindness yeah kindness in which way like what do you how, how do you think you would yeah that I was what type of that kindness? I was kind and gentle what to everybody well uh, well everybody who's deserving because not everybody is deserving of kindness and gentleness and I'll be honest rub me the wrong way and you won't get to see any of that so <laughs> but I've never seen you angry though I've never seen anyone push angry. your button it, it I, I've never seen anyone well. push your buttons I've never seen anyone like you for instance I know you you're not the type of person to let anybody get under your skin so I you, you would incredibly t- sarcastic and that's one of that that stops a lot of nonsense with people yeah um, but I do have a very bad temper that I'm working on and um Fortunately, it's usually against other men. It's never against women or children. Like kids and that don't bother me. They might annoy me, but I won't like lose my cool with them because I can always say, "Oh, their little baby, little bubba doesn't like this person's brand new on the planet." I can't be. Why do you? But why do you think other men annoy you so much for you to this? Oh, because my father was very. um, He was very rough with me in terms of discipline. Yeah. Again, we accept the reality that we are given, and in my mind men can be vicious with other men if they cross the line yeah i don't uh, trust men neither i don't trust men neither. I, I, always... I, I trust men now i didn't when i was younger i i'm no, more i don't trust them i don't I, and the funny, funny thing about it is i don't trust it sounds really bad um older women as well so the more i get older the older generation i don't trust them more they remind that, me of yeah. yeah they remind me of a path they remind me of people that I don't know. I believe that hurt you in your past, and now you've become yeah. wary of them. Like you've got the scar. It's like once bitten, twice shy. You know, fool me once. Yeah. Fool me twice. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Fool me once, exactly. shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's all. It, I've had to get to the point where I have to see both men and women as equally dangerous or mm. equally kind, because mm. it's fifty-fifty, and and a lot of the way I interact with that can change one or the other. So. I'm wary of both because I used to think women were wonderful but then you know that situation where a woman tried to trick me into fathering a kid yeah look that up <laughs> El Chapo yeah. Negro YouTube mate that was, that was a yeah. great story right there yeah and things I like know, I made someone I made my friend listen to that the other day we were in the van the other day and I made him listen to that and he was like <laughs> what he's like what did he just say it's, I was it's like exactly I'm not even angry about that anymore 
it's funny. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine now. But I have to make people understand that, make people hear that, because that's the it's, it's deep. Um, I, I, can, I, I never conceive that someone could be like that. But yeah, <laughs> brother. But if I have some people on this podcast and you hear some of their stories, you would not believe some of the people. It, it, it's amazing. Um, but um, a quote from Mike Tyson. He said the other day, um, if if someone makes you angry, they own you. Yeah, and I didn't understand it at first and I was like oh that's brilliant so he said he tries not to get angry with anybody so I was like I'm going to try that he's I'm going to try that huh? he's been to therapy there's a philosophy uh, was it a, there's a, an ancient Greek philosopher and I think he said something to the effect that anger is our desire to cause suffering in someone we believe has hurt us so they've upset us in some way so now we want to make them suffer yeah. And when you break it down like that, you think, really, do I really want to make someone suffer? Like, they've, they've pissed me off or they've crossed the line with me. Do I feel violated? Like, and this is the thing about being men. We don't, we don't have sometimes the emotional range because we weren't allowed to have the emotional range because no one taught us our emotional language to say, like, I, I have a chart. I'll be honest, I have a chart. Because sometimes what is me feeling... Um, hurt or disrespected or um, misunderstood translates straight to anger when I'm really not angry and they say all anger is based in fear too Mm -hmm. fear of something so I say am I afraid you know because you notice like when an animal's backed into a corner it's terrified it gets vicious yeah and like oh that animal's angry animal's not angry animal's terrified it's it's fearing for its safety so it's trying to be as dangerous as it can to deter you from trying to hurt it at all or anymore if you have already and people are the same way we're animals that's true that's true I I try yeah I'm uh, I try my hardest nobody wants to feel hurt and as a man you're not allowed to be like like as as a lady society allows you to say that really hurt my feelings if you really hurt a man's feelings, like I've never heard a man say to another man that that you know wasn't completely well adjusted, say you know what you said really hurt my feelings, and it be respected because we don't usually use that language with each other. Oh, I do that. See, you see me and um, me and James. If me and James have a disagreement, or we have, or me and Joel have a little disagreement, I tell him. Wait, see, you're, you've adjusted. Do you know how unique that is? Mm. Because most guys, again, if they, they, they've ended up at the extremes of what their emotional range could be, would either withdraw from everybody and never talk to anyone again or want to fight everybody. Oh, no, I don't see the point. What's the point? I mean, I'm not... Well, this is it. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm, I'm the one with the hurt knuckles. You're, you're the one with well, the beat-up face, and now we're both going through well, this. Uh, well, this, this well, well each, each extreme is, well, if I don't talk to this person again, they can never hurt me again. And the other extreme is, well, you hurt me emotionally, I can hurt you physically. So now yeah. I can decrease the, the possibility that you'd hurt me emotionally again. But yeah, that's yeah, not that, the case. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, that shit doesn't work on me. <laughs> yeah, you can carry emotional hurt long after a beating. <laughs> yeah, that shit doesn't work on me, you know yeah. what I mean? Any child yeah. that got licks knows that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, final question for you, my brother. And this is a uh, a weird one. 
Um, so just answer it. I want you to answer the first thing that comes in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but just don't um, be, uh, what is it? What's the word? Just rude or anything about it. Just work out the story in your head so that you can be able to say it to us without being rude or disrespectful or racist in any way. Yeah? Sometimes I'm really racist. You know, I know a lot of Negroes, they get, you know, they get a bit uppity. And I got to tell They're you about uppity Negroes. Okay. Um, your most racist experience? That's happened to me or that I've done? Yes, you, you, you. Um, I was with Best. a friend of mine. Yep. In California. <laughs> oh, Wow. That sounds no, like a southern line. It was funny though. Um, so we pulled up in her Mercedes at a movie theater, okay. and as I've gotten out the passenger side, she drove up, and I've gone around, and she had something, and I was helping her fix her shirt. Some guy in a pickup truck. It's always a guy in a pickup truck. Throws a drink, almost hits me, and he goes, "Interracial bad." Interracial like, what? Interracial bad. Interracial bat bad like you two should be together like we were dating or something and we weren't we were just friends meeting up with more friends to watch a movie I just rode in the car with them mm. and I was like what is he on about interracial bad and she was mad she's like she thinks we're, we were we're together she's like I should have just made out with you right then and there and I was like yeah yeah you should have you should have done that <laughs> <laughs> you're a joker and she, we just yeah. laughed but I was thinking to myself Bear in mind, this is in like the early 2000s. Like, it had to be like 2004, 2005. I was thinking, really, in a in a liberal state like California, I still have to like that still can happen. Like, it's stupid. It's just stupid. And I was just like, that's. I wasn't mad about it. I, it was more annoying that. But then it goes back to what I was saying. Human nature doesn't change. If people grow up with racist ideologies, they keep carrying them over and over and over. It's going to take somebody very strong to cut it out. So, so I asked this. I asked this question. Um, I don't know why I've not. I've added it to the list. I want to get. I want to get you to ask this question if you can. Um, the great Malcolm X and uh, oh my gosh, I keep um, Miley's King, the King. They had this a task to set for themselves to try to make the ethnic minority group around the world or where they lived or where they were in their country in their country of time where they were living to be equal um if you had the same chance to do it what would you do and how would you get the world to try to come together what would you try to do as what black people or people as a whole people as a whole black white just to, to, to get people to get along to get together without there being this bigotry and this this whole racial divide that's do you think a, you could do it i think that's beyond the ability of a human being but i think a good place to start mm. is we should be all required i think education's a start i think understanding where the other person comes from from a cultural and ethnic place and being asked to celebrate that and understand that and it be part of 
and the curriculum would go a long way because um, when I was a child, I went to a school that had Jewish people, Hindu kids, Muslim kids, and we all celebrated everybody's holiday and Christian kids. My daughter, uh, my daughter does that as well. Yeah, and it wasn't a big deal. And I got to learn about Rama and Sita. I got to celebrate Diwali. Uh, we, we learned about Ramadan. We learned about the Holocaust. We celebrated Hanukkah. We celebrated Christmas. And we sung everybody's songs. And we ate each other's food. And because we knew about each other, there was respect there. Nobody was better than anyone else in terms of their culture. You can have preferences. I will always like West Indian food more than other foods. That's my culture, so I understand it. Uh, but I think that if we were required from a very early age to learn about each other's cultures and to celebrate them and to show respect for them and each other's beliefs and to celebrate them and respect them, not saying that we agree with them, not saying we have to go along with them, even if you're, your child's an atheist or you're raising an atheist, learn about what that means and show respect for that too. I think the thing that, that will bring peace is mutual respect because mm. the thing that usually brings hatred and racism and bigotry is a lack of respect for what the other person believes even if you don't agree with it. True that. And that, it's, it's like being a vegan is probably a very good thing in terms of, or at least a vegetarian is but the way some vegans come across is so arrogant that you you sh- you shy away from being vegan. So well, I'm trying to do that now. I'm, I'm only eating uh, I, fish. I, I respect that. Sometimes the way people explain Islam to me, I've had people explain it in a very beautiful way and I've had people explain it in a very arrogant way. Oh, I've had... Oh, I've got a friend that explains it beautiful. And every well, time but this is the thing. But if you had only had those bad experiences, your view if you chose not to do your own research, could be swayed by that person's behavior. Exactly. Um, same with LGBTQ+. Um, it, it's, it's something that I'm coming to terms with more now because it wasn't such a big deal when I was growing up. Um, yeah. And I'll be honest, some of the ways I've had, some of the conversations I've had with people from that community, to yeah. me, came across as arrogant. And I think it's a big thing to... Like, um, I know it sounds bad. I'm gonna have to stop you because this thing cuts yeah. off literally at 60 minutes, and I don't want it to. I don't want oh. you to lose your intro. Uh, but yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But I wanna thank you though for definitely coming on El Chapo Negro. Definitely love love having you on as a guest. I do want to get you back on with other people though. I'm gonna try to do male and female perspectives on different questions as well. Do you mind coming back on for that? I would love to do that. Thank you for having me. No, that's definitely. So, people, I've been your boy Teddy Hoggle. Like, subscribe, and all that other jazz. Later, bro. Thank you. Peace. Bye-bye.